0: Welcome to the Early Career Moves Podcast, the career strategy podcast for BIPOC folks in their 20s and 30s trying to figure out their next career move. I'm your host, Priscilla Weninger Bolcha, Latinx career coach, former talent recruiter, and human capital management consultant. Each Friday, I'll share an actionable tip to help you on your career change journey so that you can job search with confidence, land amazing job offers, and get on with your life. Let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Early Career Moves podcast. We're here with episode 90, the season finale for season three. I will be taking a break for a few months and we'll be back with season four towards the end of 2023, most likely around the September-October timeframe. So in the meantime, while I'm not putting out new podcasts, I'll still be here. And there's three ways that you can still stay in touch. So the first one is following me on Instagram at Priscilla Bolcha. The second way is by working with me one-on-one, having me as your career coach. And the way that you can get started with that is by setting up your free 60-minute consult with me. The link is in the show notes. So if you're interested in working with me one-on-one as your private career coach, I can do that. I can help you make your next big career move over the next six months. On the consult, I explain exactly how my program can fit your needs so that, you know, you can make that happen for you. The last way that you can stay in touch with me is by joining my email list. And you can do that by clicking the link in my show notes. I don't send out emails that often, to be really frank. But when I do, I I really do spend some time trying to offer you something of value that you can use in your career. So I want to get into today's topic. For this final episode, I am sharing an anecdote of how I almost moved to Denver, Colorado last year. And I want to talk about why I ended up not doing that and staying in Austin, Texas. I learned so much through this experience and this process, and a lot of it applies to making a big career change. The reasons that I was thinking about leaving Austin, Texas are very similar to the reasons that you or anyone might be thinking about leaving your current employer or your current career path. And I'm gonna draw those similarities for you so that you can see exactly how this was like a very similar life move. When you're making a big career change, that career change can impact all aspects of your life. It impacts the way that you feel on a daily basis, your mental health, how you feel physically. It impacts your finances. It impacts the relationships that you have in your life. There's just so much that your career decision bleeds into in your entire life. And My story is about the location and where I lived geographically. And so I went on a whole journey last year planning to change, not my career, but planning to change the location of where I lived in order to solve a problem that I was experiencing in my personal life. And so I'm gonna walk you through that whole journey, why I was thinking about making this move, why I ended up deciding not to do that, and ultimately what I learned from the process so that you don't make the same mistake that I almost made. I ended up course correcting towards the end of this six-month journey. It was actually a full six months that I was working on this project of moving away from Texas. And in the last two months, I kind of realized that I had been thinking about solving this life problem in the totally wrong way. And luckily, I was able to course correct and create a new solution that actually works for me so much better. And so now I'm like super happy with where I am. I did still make some pretty massive massive changes, but you know, the result is is so much better now because I solved for my life problem with a solution that actually fit the problem. And so that's what I'm going to talk about is how important it is for you to A understand the career problem that you're trying to solve, and then B identify a career solution that actually fits the problem. Okay, so let me go ahead and share the story with you. So first, I'm going to set the scene of where I was June 2022, when I started to think about leaving Texas and moving outside of the state. So the first reason that I started to think about making this move was that I just had this deep need for adventure variety and a little more excitement in my life <laughs> maybe it sounds a little frivolous but let me kind of explain why I was feeling this and I want you to think of it in the context of your career right so in your career there comes times when you're showing up day after day for a job where it starts to feel very tedious very boring you feel disengaged um, it's kind of the same thing over and over and over again it could be that also you have have a job that is cyclical in nature. So every year kind of looks the same. You're sort of just restarting the thing again. So when I was a high school teacher, it was like that. Like You kind of understood what would happen every year. When I was a talent recruiter, it was also like that. Every year we just sort of did the same thing over and over again. And there's lots of other jobs that tend to be very cyclical in that same way. And so when I talk about this first reason, I want you to think about it for your career change. This was my reason for leaving. like The thing that was wanting to take me outside of Texas or for you outside of your you know, job was this need for variety, need for adventure, and need for engagement. I'll give you a little context for why this was going on for me. So I've lived in Texas most of my life. I was born and raised in Houston. I have only been outside of Texas for the four years that I was in college. So I was in Massachusetts for that time. And then I went to Miami, Florida for two years where I did teach for America. So only six years out of my 33 years at the time uh, had I been outside of the state of Texas. And I was just kind of like, you know, I've been here for a long time. Why not have a new experience? I had always had a deep desire to try different cities, different experiences. I would say adventure is definitely one of my core values. It's something that is really important to me. I try to create new adventures for myself. And it's a big reason why I love traveling so much. And travel is such a big part of my budget. <laughs> (laughs) and what I spend my money on uh, is, is like traveling and having new experiences. It's just really, really important to me. So that was one thing that was going on for me, why I needed more adventure or had been thinking about it. I also had a very disempowering story about living in Texas. Like I had this story that I was almost a victim of having to be here in Texas and that I wasn't able to move to a brand new city like other people that I knew. I would often even find myself envying people People who would say oh I'm just moving to New York or I'm moving to Chicago or I'm moving to San Francisco there was a part of me that really wanted to do that that really wanted to have a new adventure and m- many of you might resonate with that many of you might be unhappy with the city of where you live or you think about moving to a new city but what's interesting and kind of funny is that even though I told myself that I quote unquote you know couldn't just move to a new city I really could like that like that was actually a choice that I made I always chose time and Time again at different points in my 20s and early 30s to stay in Texas. And so I think it was a a very disempowering story that I told myself that I was not making that choice when truly I was. And there were very good reasons that I kept deciding to stay in Texas, um, including meeting my now husband, you know, getting a full ride to business school in Texas. There were a lot of really great reasons to continue to choose to stay in Texas. But I had been telling myself for a long time this story that I couldn't leave. That might be something that might be happening for you, too. You have the choice to leave your job, your employer, your career, but you might be be telling yourself a very disempowering story that you can't leave. And and you might think that you have really good reasons for why you can't leave, but you lose so much agency and free will when you tell yourself that story. And you're not honest with yourself about the fact that you are choosing to stay where you are day in, day out, week in, week, week out, month in, month out, year in, year out. So if you have been somewhere for a long time, but you keep telling yourself like, well, I can't actually leave because, you know, whatever reasons you've come up with, I want you to really question that, okay? So that was the first reason why I started to think about leaving. The second reason that I started to think about leaving was, I'm going to group this as physical and psychological safety. So as many of you know, the Texas political climate is very oppressive towards women, women of color, and I would say even children. At the end of June 2022, we saw Roe versus Wade overturned in Texas, and when the whole country and and definitely in Texas, and we saw lots of women start to die, like die from childbirth from these regressive policies. And as a woman, as a woman of color, and as a woman who is thinking about becoming pregnant in the near future, um, the thought of giving birth in the state of Texas became physically terrifying. Also, at the end of May 2022, we saw the very real murder of innocent children with the gun shooting incident in Uvalde, Texas. And the response that our quote unquote Texas leadership gave was disappointing. It was disgusting. I couldn't fathom being one of those parents, like a parent in in Texas. And to not have anything change as a result of that incident was completely heartbreaking. And I was completely heartbroken in June of 2022. And so I think, you know, giving the parallel to career we all know what it's like to be in a career workplace environment where our physical or psychological safety is not there. Like we don't feel safe physically, we don't feel safe psychologically, or maybe we've been completely heartbroken and disappointed or disillusioned by the place where we work, the people who we work with. That happens, right? And so when those moments happen, It's very normal to question, like, is this really the place for me? Is it safe for me to be here? And so those were some of the questions that I was grappling with last June when I was thinking about leaving Texas was, you know, can I see myself comfortably, healthily giving birth here? Do I see myself as a parent here? Where, like, children, are they safe in our schools? All of those things were things that were top of mind for me last June. The third reason that I was thinking about leaving has to do with physical discomfort and what I would call general quality of life. And for me, it had mostly to do with the, heat in Texas. So in a Texas summer, it's regularly in the 90s and the 100s. You know, we're usually blasting the AC no matter where we go. Uh, and for me, last summer, it was particularly bad. I found myself not wanting to leave the house as often, uh, becoming dehydrated easily. You can't really enjoy the outdoors during the summertime. And the only time that I could get some relief from that would be if I got out of my house at around 7 in the morning. Only in the morning could I get some of that relief because even at night, 8, 9 p.m., it would still be so balmy and extremely hot. And so this is, again, one of those reasons that might sound a little trivial. Like Some people might be listening to this and think, what's the big deal? You have AC, you're privileged. Are you really complaining about this? And yeah, I am complaining about it. It was pretty bad. And I think it really limited what I was able to do day to day to manage my own mental health. So being outside with friends, meeting up with friends, being active outdoors, those were things that were just not available to me and anytime I would go out and come back home, I would just feel so exhausted Uh, and it was miserable. I was very miserable. Could I easily get over it? Sure, but it was something that was really top of mind day in and day out. And so for you in your career example, your physical discomfort or quality of life might have to do with a very toxic boss, like someone who treats you poorly or, you know, treats you with disrespect or having to... Deal with a painful two hour daily commute. Like that's something that causes, could cause discomfort and really limits what you're able to do day in and day out. It impacts your quality of life. It could also be, for example, having to be in the office every single day. Like that's something that may not really work for you. Maybe you need that flexibility of remote or hybrid work. And so that was the third factor that was really making me think about, you know, do I really want to be here when five, six months? Months out of the year is painfully, painfully hot, maybe it's time for me to go somewhere else, right? So that was my third reason. The fourth reason had to do with isolation and a lack of community. So the reason why my husband and I both were feeling isolated was that we bought a house in the suburbs during the pandemic when it didn't really matter where you lived because no one was really socializing, people weren't really getting together. So we made a really strategic decision October, 2020 to buy a house in the suburbs and get a place that had a lot more space because before that we were living in a tiny apartment in East Austin. And that was really tough when we were both basically working from home full time. And so we wanted a bigger place. We wanted more space. And at that point in October 2020, we didn't know if there would be a vaccine. The world hadn't really opened up. And we just thought for the time being, it's not a bad idea to buy something. And that's what we did. We bought a house that's about 45 minutes outside of Austin City Center. And so at the time, like I said, it was the best decision for us. We had so much peace of mind during the the time that we were in that house. But getting into the city always required quite a bit of planning. The other thing is that my husband and I share a car because I got rid of my car during the pandemic. So that always required more planning on my end because I couldn't always use his car. But because we were out in the suburbs, it was basically walkability score of zero, right? I couldn't walk anywhere. And it was really expensive to like take a lift or an Uber into the city. I mean, that would easily cost me 50 bucks um, or more depending on the time. And so as you can see, it, it started to create some friction for me getting into the city, seeing my close friends, all of that started to require a bit more planning. And by the time the world started to open up again in June 2022, at that point, it started to become a pain point for me to be in the suburbs. I felt very isolated. We also don't have kids. So it's not like we were in that life stage of, oh, we have kids and kind of embracing that suburb life. We felt very uh, out of place there. I found myself like just feeling very disconnected from the world. And I really missed being able to take a a quick 10 minute Uber ride to a restaurant or to be able to bike somewhere to a yoga class. Like that walkability was something that I really missed. And the other thing is because we both worked these full-time remote jobs, we were both always in the house. And so that also made it even less likely that we would like interact with other humans outside of our house. And so I just didn't like that. I didn't think that it was healthy. I wanted to be able to see my friends more easily and socialize. And so, yeah, I I really started to feel really isolated and like a lack of community for me. And so for the career example, like, you know what that's like too, right? When you're like, um, I don't have a team or I don't feel supported by my team or I feel isolated at work. For many of you actually who do work remotely, you might feel isolated, Doing that, and you might crave going back into an office setting or being with teams in person, or maybe even having a job that has you in a city with a lot more people, or being able to build a community within your career. So, you know, that was a pretty strong pull. Like, I was that's what kind of got me thinking, like, hmm, I kind of don't like this suburb life, I don't think it's actually for me. And I realized that even if I had a kid, I probably would not want to live in the suburbs. I felt so disconnected from everything. It was definitely a big learning experience for us to be in the suburbs for the time that we were. The last thing or factor that got me really seriously talking to my husband about leaving Texas June 2022 was that we had a golden window of opportunity. Okay, one day I'm going to do a podcast episode about golden windows of opportunities because I think it's really important to be able to recognize when a window of opportunity opens up, when you know something is uh, possible for you that maybe typically is not possible. Sometimes people call this luck, right? Another way to think of golden windows of opportunity is when something unexpected but lucky happens. Maybe you come into a sudden inheritance or someone reaches out about a really amazing job opportunity. And so that's kind of what happened to us. So my husband ended up transitioning into a new job June of 2022 that was a fully remote position and not Based out of Austin. So he did not need to be based out of Austin to be able to take this job. And I also have a job that is basically remote, flexible within the US. So if as long as I'm in the US, I can work for my company as long as I let them know. And so this was the first time that we had the golden window of opportunity where we could actually live anywhere in the US. And so that's what spurred this conversation that I had with him June 2022, when I told him, hey, just like I just told you now, these are the four pain points that I'm experiencing. And I knew he was also experiencing them. This was very much a shared experience. And we had this opportunity to move to a different city. And so it really opened up that conversation in a way that it hadn't before, because previously his old job required him to be in Austin. And they were actually starting to talk to him about starting to go into the Austin office. It it was lucky, it was unexpected, and it really put that conversation on the table for the first time in a very real way. And that's why we actually started to talk about it. And so in your career, a golden window opportunity might be someone reaching out to you about a job opening that you would have never considered. And perhaps it's someone within your employer who's giving you the opportunity to switch to a totally different function or a totally different role. And, and you know, they know you and then they want you in that role. Sometimes it's getting a full ride scholarship for a school that really wasn't on your radar. Suddenly you're considering them seriously for the first time because of the offer that's on the table, the opportunities that it opens up for you. And so that's what happened to me. That's what really got me to talk to my husband and say, hey, I think we should think about moving. Okay, so I just walked you through the major pain points that were pulling me from Texas. It included my need for adventure and variety, my need for physical and psychological safety, discomfort and quality of life, isolation and need for community, and then lastly, the golden window of opportunity that fell into our lap. So those were my main pain points, and I wanna share where I think I went wrong. Okay, So to paint the picture for you, it was June 2022, where I was really feeling the impact of these pain points all at once. And the golden window of opportunity opened in June. And that's why I had that conversation with my husband about moving. And I was in a really dark place emotionally. I was feeling miserable. I was really feeling my feelings. And I think that for those of you who feel hard and often make decisions with your feelings, you have to be really careful because you might end up not thinking logically to find a solution that works for you because you're so swept up in the emotion. And this can happen in career. You can be so unhappy somewhere and miserable that you might make a decision that you make in the heat of the moment, right? It could be, you know, yelling at someone at work or quitting on the spot or whatever it is. It could be lots of different things, but you're not using the logical part of your brain. You're using the animal part of your brain that is in fight, flight, or freeze mode. And that's very much where I was that day. I I remember it clearly and I was crying, I was upset, and I think I was very much in the fight, flight, freeze. Mostly, I think, fight, (laughs) even though I was thinking about leaving Texas like that was my version of fighting back was what is the solution that we can come up with now that can help solve this problem and so in my mind I loved Denver Colorado it's only a two-hour flight from Austin which some of you know my mom lives in Austin so that was also a really hard thing that that I had to consider was thinking about being gone from my mom I'm very close to her I'm her only child and so in my mind I was like well Denver is only a two-hour flight I also in my emotional state thought that Denver could satisfy all of those pain points that I just walked you through. I thought it would give me that need for variety and adventure. It would solve the weather problem. There's so much nature there. You can drive to a ton of places in the U.S. that are beautiful. In my mind, I thought we could buy a place in the city center, so not the suburbs, that we would be able to have a more walkable lifestyle. And Colorado is a more democratic-leaning state, so I thought there'd be more physical, psychological safety for me as a woman of color, as a woman who's seeking to potentially get pregnant in the near future. So yeah, in my emotional state, I just kind of grasped for that. And I was like, yeah, that's the solution. I wish that I had taken a moment to, first of all, of course, process my emotions, but then sit down and do an exercise that I'm about to share with you, because I would have probably saved myself a lot of time during the rest of 2022 when I was emotionally and physically becoming very invested with the plan to move out of Texas. And I mean, we were telling all of our friends or family, like I told everyone I was leaving. Our plan was to leave, you know, December, January 2023. And we were starting that whole process. We were letting friends know. I had to have a super difficult conversation with my mom about it. She is always super supportive. So of course she was supportive, but it was really sad. And I have a, I actually have a huge community in Austin. I just, I was in the suburbs. I was kind of removed from them. And a lot of them were really sad. Like a lot of my close, friends and I'm just saying like I wish that I had sat down and done like the more analytical logical reasoning exercise to have come up with the right solution for this life problem that I had as opposed to what I ended up doing which was being in a very emotional state getting into fight mode coming up with a a solution that was an over solution and I didn't think through all of the costs of that solution. That was my biggest learning was how important it is when you're figuring out a next move, whether it's your next career move or your next life move, is understanding when you're making trades, understanding the costs of those trades. And so I'll walk you through that now. So here's what I should have done. What I should have done was sit down You know, after I've processed my emotions and I was able to access the executive functioning part of my brain (laughs) and I should have sat down with my husband and we should have, just like I just explained to you, those pain points, written them out on a piece of paper and really added as much detail and fact as possible, just like I shared with you at the beginning of the episode. And then after writing those out, What I should have also done is identify the key root causes for each one. So, for example, for the pain point that I had with lack of variety or lack of adventure, I should have written out on the left, like, what were all the contributing factors or root causes that were causing that? Okay, so that's what I should have put on the left side of the column. And that's really important because. You need to know the root causes and what what kind of root is it in the ground? Is it a small root or is it like a, a massive root for like a huge tree system that has been there for thousands of years? Or is it like a tiny one that can be plucked? So, really understanding the severity of the roots, how strong those root causes are that were contributing to the pain points. And then on the right side of the column, I should have also written out creative potential solutions that could address those different pain points. So if I had done that, I would have realized that part of my isolation and lack of community, the root cause of that was that I lived in the suburbs. And a suburb is a suburb is a suburb in the US. They're all pretty similar, right? And so a potential creative solution on the right would have been for me to move out of the suburbs and move back into the city of Austin. That was a solution that back in my emotionally heightened state of June 2022 didn't really even cross my mind. Again, because I was not really thinking clearly. Like I was just in a deep emotional state and I was just like, I got to get out of here. Like it was a very telenovela type moment. So I wasn't even able to see that as like a potential option, as a potential solution, which, uh, spoiler alert, is what we ended up doing. We ended up selling our house in the suburbs and buying a house in East Austin, which is like 10 minutes from downtown. So that's what I would do. I would write the root causes on the left for each of the pain points. I would then on the right side write, what are all the possible potential creative solutions that could not just solve the pain point, but alleviate? The pain point. That's really key. Okay. So, for example, another thing that, you know, I have been thinking about how to solve for is the summers in Texas. The summers in Texas, like I mentioned, are brutal. One creative solution that we realized was available for us is that because we both have remote jobs, we can literally leave Texas in the summer. We can take our dog, drive somewhere north in the US and rent a house for the summer if we really wanted to. Again, I didn't see that as a potential creative solution to that pain point because I wasn't in the headspace to do that. I wasn't even able to see potential solutions that could have worked really well. And by the way, that's exactly what we're planning on doing. To get out of the summer heat is not be in Texas and figure out a way to Airbnb our house out in the summertime so that we can also make some of that money back. And that's how we can fund part of our summer rental, wherever it is that we go. By the way, that solution that I just outlined also solves for that need for adventure and variety. Because we both have remote jobs, we are able to travel a lot, even during the year, even as we work. And so part of my solution that I ended up coming to was that I needed to redefine the way that I defined adventure. And I think when I was younger in my 20s, I thought adventure was like totally uprooting your life, moving to a brand new city and starting over. And now I'm realizing that there's actually other ways to incorporate adventure into my life on a monthly basis by being intentional and creating like weekends away. Like for example, my husband and I went to Vegas last month to check out Usher's residency and we like flew out on a Wednesday night. We came back Friday after work, we still worked. That week but we were able to at night go see the show go to dinners and like that's how we are incorporating like fun and variety and adventure into our life we don't necessarily have to move to a brand new city to enjoy that or to be able to have adventure in our life so that's the exercise Write out the pain points for your career. On the left side, understand what are all the contributing factors. On the right side, come up with all of the potential creative solutions, even solutions that sound a little outlandish or like, I don't think that's possible. Still write those down. And you want to write out solutions that not just solve it, but also solutions that alleviate it. So I may never fully get out of the heat in Texas, but I could at least leave a couple of months out of the year just to give you an example, right? That's what I should have done. If I had done that exercise, I would have saved myself a ton of time. I would have been able to tap into the solution that I ended up coming up with in November and December. What we ended up doing is we ended up selling our house, moving out of the suburbs. We bought a new place in East Austin, really close to stuff. We, our walkability score is super high. I'm able to walk to a bunch of restaurants, bars, I can bike to my yoga class. I'm also connected to my friends and family in Austin more than ever. I think my community is even stronger now. I've been able to solve so many of the problems and the pain points that I had about a year ago because I finally did that work towards the end of the year last year where I was like, okay, what is the middle ground? What is it that is really important to me? What are the things that are my strongest pain points, which for me, it really was like that isolation, lack of community peace and wanting to connect again with my people. And we came up with the, with that plan and and actioned on it. And now we're in a way better place. My quality of life, my happiness are all super high. And I'm so happy that I didn't like randomly leave Texas because through this whole process, I realized that there were actually a lot of reasons why I wanted to stay, like being near my mom. Like having all my friends in Austin and having that community. I actually rediscovered the reasons why I loved being here. And on this episode, I won't go into all everything that I discovered and how I discovered it. But I essentially I did spend time in Denver. I did more analysis. I did more research and I realized that there were actually a lot of costs that I hadn't taken into account. When you are in an emotional state, you're gonna come up with solutions where you're not carefully evaluating the costs. And that's really important. Like I didn't sit down and think, oh yeah, I'm gonna be really far from my mom. I'm not gonna see her as often. Oh yeah, I'm gonna have to like build a whole new community of friends. Oh yeah, we're in our 30s. Like that looks a little different now. If we have a kid, I might be kicking myself that I'm not near my mom for help. Oh yeah, Denver has a pretty long winter (laughs) where you have to like shovel your car out. Am I ready for that? So there were just a lot of costs that I didn't even consider when I came up with that random solution to move to Denver because I was like swept up in this moment of like, let me just get out of my emotional misery and let me just come up with a a solution that sounds good right now without carefully evaluating. Well, as you trade one thing for another, as you trade in a really rough summer in Texas, what are the costs of trading? Like, what are you trading that for? And what are the negatives of that? So, as long of a journey and emotional roller coaster that I went on, my husband went on. Our family and our friends went on. As painful as maybe that process was, I'm actually really grateful for it and that I went through that experience because I learned so much from it and I now see so clearly where I went wrong, what I should have done, and I'll make sure to not make a mistake like that again, like make a life-altering decision based on a really, really bad day and really tough emotions. And I will definitely be processing those feelings, but not Making space and time to logically reason through a solution and With your career change, you have to bring that same rigor and commitment to logical analytical thinking because you'll come up with solutions that will work best for you as well. So if you want help with that process, sign up for your consult, your free 60-minute consult. I will walk you through how we can game plan for your next career move so that it's not uh, a random emotionally driven thing and it's something that's very carefully planned and strategized and you can get there much faster and get to a solution that actually makes sense for your career pain points. All right, y'all, I have really enjoyed creating season three. Thank you so much for being along for the ride. While I'm gone, check out all the 90 episodes on the podcast. There's so much in there that can help you on your career change journey while I'm on my little break. And I hope to see you on the other side. Also, if you are a listener, please, please, please write a review for me on Apple Podcasts. It has been way too long since someone submitted a review. I know it's kind of like the annoying thing that no one wants to do, but it does make a huge difference. It, it helps my podcast just come up in more searches and it helps more people like you find my content. And so I'd really appreciate, I sincerely ask you, like seriously, I'm asking you, please, please, write me a review. Please write me a review. (laughs) All right, y'all have a beautiful summer and talk to you next time. Thank you so much for listening today. Make sure you head over to ecmpodcast.com slash free course and sign up for my free job search training course. I teach you the three things that you need to know before you go into a job search process. My goal is to help you change careers with confidence and ease so you can move on with your life. I'll see you next week.